Welcome to Junto Podcast, November 2018, and I am actually riding solo in this thing today. It's just you and me and the conversation that we're going to have, and I'm excited today to kick off the latest series in the Junto set of podcast series, and that is through this season. And exactly what does that mean? Well, through this season is really very relevant to the actual season that we're in now. Uh, And I'm not talking on a spiritual level, I'm talking on a literal, natural level, uh, uh, and that is simply the natural season that we're in, fall heading into winter. And this time of year is very, very notorious for something that many people suffer from. We'll get into some specifics later, but that is known as seasonal affective disorder, more commonly known as seasonal depression. And... I always want to do things. I always want to put topics out there that I feel can be very relatable to the common person. Having said that, seasonal affective disorder. Well, if you are like me and you go to the deep medical journals such as google.com or WebMD, you also are able to find this information. Now, I want to say on the front end, I am certainly not a doctor. I do not claim to be one. Um, These thoughts are from an article published by the Mayo Clinic found on Google.com. But in relation to some of the practical things that I'll share with you later, those are certainly my thoughts. And again, they're not coming from a medical perspective, but certainly a spiritual and holistic one. So what exactly is seasonal affective disorder? Well, according to this article by Mayo Clinic, it says that this is essentially a mood disorder characterized by depression that occurs at the same time every year. Seasonal affective disorder often starts in the fall and may continue into the winter months. Symptoms include fatigue, depression, hopelessness. Uh, Now, you might be listening to this podcast uh, because you don't deal with this, uh, and that is fantastic. And now I hope that there are nuggets of encouragement that you can get out of this listening anyway. But some of you are listening to that right now and going, oh my gosh, that's so me. Like, that is totally me, like right now. Like, it's so me. And I get it. I understand it. And I want to read you some more, okay? So hang in there. Now, I'm not done yet, guys, because this article goes on and on and on. Listen, as far as your mood is concerned, you may experience anxiety, apathy, general discontentment, loneliness, loss of interest, mood swings, or sadness. Are these just wife traits? No, I'm teasing. Um, that's a joke. Um, I'm going to move on. It also goes on, and I, fa- I thought this was really weird. It says, as far as your sleep goes, it says excessive sleepiness or insomnia. <laughs> that is somewhat paradoxical, I believe in that you'll be excessively sleepy but won't be able to fall asleep, so that's not good. Sleep deprivation, your appetite will change, you'll have fatigue, irritability, social isolation. I don't think it's any coincidence for me that the natural seasons really do, they find harmony with our self, and I would call that our spiritual self. If you have struggled with this in the past, I want you to remind yourself and make yourself aware of the season that you're in, okay? So face it head on. I want you to look the season 
And you can take that naturally or metaphorically, whatever you choose. But you can look that season in the eye and just acknowledge it. Say, okay, I know I'm approaching this time of year. We're going to face it head on and we're going to do some things that we need to do. That's step one. And you begin to free yourself simply by an acknowledgement, okay? Uh, I believe this principle can work with way more than just seasonal depression. I really do. So that's step one, complete acknowledgement, okay? And then there are four practical things that I'm going to share with you, and this whole podcast is meant to encourage you, okay? So it's meant to encourage me. If we can have a dialogue, and at least I can feel like we can have a dialogue, because if not, I'm just upstairs talking to myself in a microphone if no one's listening, and that is something to be depressed about, let me tell you. Okay, four practical things real quick that I think you can do that might help you get through this season, okay? The first thing I want to share with you is, number one, invest in the artistic side of you. We all have one. Each and every person has some sort of creative ability in one way or the other. We in the South here, most of the time in the winter, are forced indoors. So it's a perfect opportunity, perfect setting to invest in the creative side of you. And what I love about this idea is that it's something you can do maybe reading more than you do in the summer. Maybe spending more time doing a hobby or investing in a project that you have been unable to do. Invest in yourself. There are different sides to us. We always use this Shrek analogy about the onions and the layers, and we know the story, and it's all true. It's all relevant. So find another layer of you. The second thing I want to bring to you quickly today is focus on the positive relationships in your life. People, you have no idea what it means to have true positive relationships, relationships that lift you up and not tear you down. This is an amazing time to, to really pour into certain relationships, to get to know people uh, in a different way. And here's what I want to say, especially for husbands and wives. Man, this is an awesome time to invest into your spouse. So really, really take time during these months to invest into positive relationships. Now, why do I say that? Well, this is an addendum to point number two. And I say that for this reason. The less time you got to spend thinking about yourself, the better off you're going to be. Listen, Depression is one of those things that's very introspective. We get depressed and we're thinking about all of the negative things that are going on in our lives. The less time we can spend focusing on the negative aspects of ourselves, the better off we will be. It is it is about mental health. Uh, a lot of depression, we know depression can get very deep, um, and I'm not talking about the deep, deep depression, but what I'm talking about when we're feeling just a general sense of depression, many times it's because we're so introspective that we're just thinking about self. When you are focusing on the positive relationships in your life and truly building that, you're spending way less time thinking about what you do and you don't have, thinking about the faults that you have, thinking about 
the the physical things that may be wrong with you, but you're actually gaining more from life, not only by not thinking about those things uh, that would drag you down, but it's also the opportunity to create a bond and really experience life the way it was meant to, and simply that's being in community. And I know points one and two are going to seem a little bit at odds with each other because point number one says invest in yourself. And then point number two is saying, hey, don't think about self. Be be less self. Well, let me unpack that really quickly. Point number one is about a positive investment in your life. Okay. And we can, I mean, self can go two ways. One, we can invest in ourselves or The other thing we can do about self is tear self down. So there is no conflict with points one and two. Point one is simply saying, hey, invest in the positive side of yourself. Point two, when it's saying be less self-absorbed, is saying, hey, all the negative things, all the things that are making me depressed, all the things that I believe are wrong with me, get those things out. Uh, let's let's overcome those things with investing in the positive side of who we are and then also fostering and pouring into positive relationships in our life. So there is no conflict. Point number three. This is very simple, guys. I told you this was very, very practical stuff. This is not deep medical, uh, digging into medical journals and deep theological books. This is simply very, very basic stuff today. Point number three is volunteer. I was told many years ago that the healthiest way to get the things that you want and need are to help someone else get the things that they want and need. Volunteer. If you're a member of a church, hey man, get plugged in. Uh, If you are members of other organizations who are civic-minded or maybe it's a charity, uh, maybe it's another organization that you, you like, hey, get plugged in. And this fourth one is extremely practical. That's simply take care of your mind, body, and spirit. It is a very holistic approach. Take a challenge to continue to be active. I know the tendency is to become less active in the winter months, but I know that staying active is very beneficial not only to your body, but your whole mind, body, and spirit. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed these four practical things that might help you combat the darkness of the winter months. I would be remiss if I didn't say that the number one thing that we could always do is to count our blessings and to be thankful for what we do have. Remember, God created you on purpose for a purpose. See you next time.